ಅಥೈಕಾಧಿಕಶತತಮಸ್ಸರ್ಗಹಾಸಮಾಜ್ಞಾಪ್ರಾಪ್ರಷ್ಟಂ ಇತ್ಯುಕ್ತಃಕೇಕೈಪುತ್ರಕಾಕುತ್ಸ್ಥೇನಮಹಾತ್ಮನಾಗೃಹ್ಯಬಲವದ್ಭೂಯಃಪ
ಮಹಾರಾಜೋ ವಿಭಾಗಸನ್ನಿಧೌ ವ್ಯಾಶ್ಯ ಚ ಮಹಾರಾಜ ದಶರಥೋ ಗಣ ಧರ್ಮಾತ್ಮಾಜಾಲೋಕಗುರುಸ್ತವ ಪಿತ್ರಾದಮಸಿ ಚತುರ್ದಶ ಸೌಮ್ಯ ದಂಡಕಾರಣ್ಯಮಶ್ರಿತ ಉಪಭೋಕ್ಷ್ಯೇತ್ವಹಂದತ್ತ ಭಾಗ ಪಿತ್ರ ಮಹಾತ್ಮನ ಯದ್ರವೀನ್ ಮಾಂ ನರಲೋಕಸತ್ಕತ ಪಿತಾಮಹಾತ್ಮಾಧಿಪೋಪಮೇ ಪರಮಾತ್ಮನೋ ಹಿತ ನಸರ್ವೋಕೇಶ್ವರಭಾವ್ಯಯಮ್ಶೇಮದ್ರಾಮಯೇ ವಾಲ್ಮೀಕೀಯೇ ಅಯೋಧ್ಯಾಂಡೆ ಕ್ವೆಶ್ಚನ್ಟಿ ಆಫ್ ಅಯೋಧ್ಯಾಂಟರ್ ದಾರೆಸ್ಟ್ ಇನ್ ದಾರ್ಪ್ ಆಫ್ ಎನ್ ಅಸೆಟಿಕ್ ಭರತ ರಿಪ್ರೋಚಸ್ ಹಿಸ್ ಮದರ್ ಇಂಪ್ಲೋರ್ಸ್ ಹಿಸ್ ಎಲ್ಡರ್ ಬ್ರದರ್ ಟು ಎಕ್ಸೆಪ್ಟ್ ದಿಂಗ್ಶಿಪ್ and return to ayodhya shri rama however pleads that the command of their father is supreme and must be implicitly obeyed by both of them the first part of it in joining the exile of the elder brother being binding on him and the second part bequeathing the kingdom to bharata being binding on the latter Concluding from his ascetic garb, the aforesaid Bharata to be full of love to himself, his elder brother, Shri Rama for his part, along with Lakshmana, duly started questioning Bharata as follows. I wish to hear explained by you, wherefore it is that you have come all the way to this region, clad in the bark of trees and deer skin, and wearing matted locks on your head. What for have you entered this region? wearing the skin of a black buck on your person and matted locks on your head relinquishing the sovereignty please state all this clearly addressed in the aforesaid words once again by the high soul shri rama a sign of kakutsta closely embracing him bharata the son of kaikeyi made the following submission with folded hands having performed a deed in the shape of disinheriting and exiling his own eldest son most difficult to perform as urged by his favorite spouse and my mother kaikeyi and abandoning us all our mighty armed father ascended to heaven so stricken as he was with grief caused by separation from his most beloved son o tormentor of foes in this way she perpetrated this great sin that has taken away her own reputation O noble brother failing to gain the prize in the shape of sovereignty my widowed mother emaciated as she is with grief will descend into a most frightful hell be pleased to bestow this favor on me your notorious slave and have yourself consecrated like indra the ruler of gods for the kingship of ayodhya you ought to be gracious to these people as well as to my widowed mothers who have sought your presence to propitiate you you are fitted for sovereignty by virtue of primogeniture and as such assume you the sovereignty which is your due conformably with the principles of righteousness and thereby enable your relations and friends to realize their ambition 
of seeing you installed on the throne of Ayodhya, O respecter of others. With you as its lord, let the entire globe cease to be without a master, even as the autumnal night ceases to be dismal when united with a bright moon. Solicited by me, with bent head in conjunction with these ministers, be pleased to show grace to the servant who is at the same time your younger brother and pupil. You ought not to disregard the solicitation of this entire body of your father's ministers, who are not only well known but have continued through many past generations and are adored by you, O tiger among men. Saying so, full of tears, the mighty armed Bharata, son of Kaikeyi, clasped the feet of Sri Rama once more, touching them with his head. Embracing his younger brother Bharata, who was sighing again and again like an elephant in rut, Sri Rama spoke to him as follows. How can a man of noble descent, rich in sattva goodness and dignified, and who has observed sacred vows like myself, perpetrate a sinful act for the sake of sovereignty? I do not discover even a minute fault in you, O destroyer of foes, nor should you reproach your mother through ignorance. Freedom of action on the part of elders with reference to their esteemed wife and progeny is always permitted by the scriptures, O sinless and highly intelligent brother. You too should know, O gentle brother, that we are held by holy men to be in the same position in the world with reference to the deceased king-emperor as the wives, progeny and pupils of a householder are considered as amenable to his control. The Emperor King Dasharatha was perfectly within his rights to lodge me in a forest with the bark of trees wrapped about me and wearing the skin of a black bark about my loins or install me on the throne of Ayodhya, O gentle brother. The same degree of respect is due even to our mother Kaikeyi as is due to our father who was honoured by the world, O knower of what is right and jewel among those practising virtue. Commanded by these parents of mine, who are pious by disposition, in the words, Proceed to the forest, O sign of Raghu, how can I do anything else? Sovereignty in Ayodhya, respected by the world, should be enjoyed by you, while I must dwell in the Dandaka forest, clad in the bark of trees. Saying so and giving two different orders for us too, in the presence of the people, Emperor Dasharatha ascended to heaven. That pious-minded king, the adored of the people, is your authority in this matter. You ought, therefore, to enjoy duly the share allotted to you by our high-souled father. Taking up my abode in the Tandaka forest, O gentle brother, I, for my part, shall enjoy the share allotted to me by our high-souled father for fourteen years. I consider that alone to be supremely good for me, which our high-souled father, who is respected by the world of human beings and is a compeer of Indra, the ruler of gods, has enjoined upon me, and not the state of Brahma, the lord of all the worlds, which knows no decay. Thus ends Canto 101 in the Ayodhya Kanda of the glorious Ramayana of Valmiki, the work of a Rishi and the oldest epic.